0: Hey everyone, um, welcome to today's presence. This is a conversation um, between Sam Lenore and Tim Gillespie, just kind of walking us through the different things that we're going through in this time. And uh, we hope you find some value in it. So today's conversation is gonna be kind of led by Sam. Uh, this it is. Sam, how are you
1: doing? How are you? Hey, good, welcome. Welcome everybody to We Are in California on day 11 of the restrictions and Tim, we said day six, right? Day six of our lock-in?
0: I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah, day six of staying home. Um, Tim, I just wanna say thank you for the sermon last week. It was awesome. Oh, thanks, bro. Um, so, hey, how? I have some questions about, and I think lots of people are, may have questions about what it's like to lead now a congregation. This is week two of doing it um, remotely. How, what's what's that been like? What kind of response are you getting uh, from your, your live cast? Should we call it live cast?
0: Yeah, yeah let's call it that. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I'm happy to share some of those numbers. So the first week we saw Uh, a simple doubling of how many people engage and so there's a bunch of different metrics right how many people are watching live how many people are engaging throughout the week Um, suffice it to say we had about um, 10,000 engagements the first week which was really just amazing we're usually between five and six thousand engagements so that was a solid doubling which we really felt incredibly blessed by, not from the fact that, hey, we've got bigger numbers, but from the idea that we can become a resource to people. Because we've kind of been in this space for a while. We've been leaning into the digital world for a while. We have an online congregation that we we routinely try to pastor as we learn how to do that. Um, The second week, our numbers went up by 65% about again. Um, So that's about 16,000 engagements and um, viewers that went through the whole thing. Obviously, those numbers for who stayed through the whole thing, um are much lower because i think we're now living in a world where all of a sudden there's options right everyone's online so you can go find what you want and i know people who've been listening to five and six different um worship too services much.
1: Too, too much, people. much. i, I That's know when I get, people are gonna get too salt like salty i mean salty <laughs> as in the bible you know be the salt of the earth and
0: they're gonna like become a- so, so salty <laughs> Just well, i think I think you can over, it's like watching, you know, a whole season of The Office in one sitting. After a while, it gets a little overwhelming mm-hmm. probably.
1: Um, but, but hey, didn't, well, didn't Facebook almost crash on Sunday morning from, from? Uh, I think they, were, they had some problems on Sunday morning from all the churches that were broadcasting.
0: I would think so. Our, we actually decided that we would stream on Sunday morning as well, just to put it out there as well. And our numbers obviously weren't ne- necessarily as high. Um, But we did have some engagement. I got to do some ministry with the guy who has liver cancer, um, kind of the same cancer that my dad had and got an opportunity to reach out to him and pray with him over the Internet. So that was kind of a cool moment. Um, Mm -hmm. But but, um, yeah, I mean, our stream was not as good on Sunday morning simply because it was like overwhelming the amount of people Mm -hmm. that were on you know, and if you looked at numbers, like we've got sandals church real close to us. Um, you look at the numbers of people who were watching at one time, plus the amount of engagement that was happening in their chats. And it was flying by. I mean, it, like those little, really? those little goofy hearts, those little goofy hearts that, I mean, not goofy, they're super They're I didn't realize like how affirming they were until I was watching my own sermon and people were like putting 10 hearts up. Cause I said something they appreciate. I was like, Oh, you know, um, but like, on Sandals Church, which I think has 27,000 members or something like that. It was just like hearts were flying, if you will, which is kind of a cool moment. But yeah, we've all had to pivot, right? We're no longer in the church service business. Now we're in the church programming business and that's changed
1: everything. Hey, how does this, how does this change? You and I have talked about this a lot. How, does, how do you think this changes how we do church in the future, because we're going to get through this crisis, right? We're going to, we're going to, the day is coming for those who are, I I got a few people who text me and messaged me saying, Hey, it was, it was just good to hear your voice, Sam, you and Tim talking. Well, if that's the best thing that can happen to you from listening to this. Awesome. Here's my voice. Can you hear it? There's my (laughs) Um, But, but we're going to get through this folks and we'll talk more about that later. But, When we get through this, how do you think, what do you think the church is going to look like? How is this crisis going to change, going to change how we do church?
0: That's, that's a fascinating question. So I think this, I think that, um, people are going to go back to their churches, man. When we all get let out of our houses, we're going to flock back to church. Like we can't, we can't wait. We're going to Easter is going to happen that day. We get back to church, regardless of when Easter is on the calendar. I'm pretty sure. Like, I think churches are going to see those kinds of numbers. People just glad to be with one another. But I think the, um, I think we're not going to lose some of that audience who have found value and meaning in those voices that are online Um, especially the places that are doing it quite well because you know church can be done well church can be done poorly church can be done poorly and it's still super sweet when you're there and this is your church and you love it but sometimes you like a little bit of a more polished programming i think we've become used to that so i don't think we're going to lose all of that online congregation that is gained, but I think it will be a dual, it'll be a both and situation. That's my take on it.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, you know, do you want to hear my take on it?
0: I do, of course. (laughs) Sam,
1: what is your, sorry,
0: I did not get the prompt. Sam, what is your
1: take on it? I'm just, I'm just joking. You have way more to say about this than I do. Look, I, here's, here's what because i watched i may be one of those people who watched a ton of live casts this last weekend and i just want to say a word to people who lead churches um and a, an affirming word just just do something stay in touch with your with your community even yeah. if it's just turning your phone on and and just talking into it for 10 minutes saying hey we're, we're still a community together that's really good. I would caution some church leaders to to try not to sound like we're just afraid of losing market share, and right. this is why we've got to be online. Because uh, I tell you, sometimes some some people that I know and love, it just sounded like, hey, don't don't go anywhere. We're still here, and please keep <laughs> giving. And um, um, yeah, that I think it's more important that we stay connected to our communities. Here's what I think, Tim. I think that. Everyone is probably going to realize in this crisis that the content, the, how we grow, how we, how we're informed, how, um, how we like, how we listen to our, the, the instruction, right. Mm -hmm. Um, Real learning can happen from all kinds of sources and that the person who stands in a pulpit on, on the weekend may not be. The the like how I am edified spiritually um, because I can I can stream ten different people online that may do a whole lot better job than the deacon or the elder that was on you know that was scheduled that weekend right, right. But, but what no one can do online is community like a local church can and so I think we're we'll going to come out of this realizing oh community real community is only possible when I gather with people in the corner church. And that is the play that I think everyone needs to prepare for. When we leave right. our houses, what we're going to be seeking out is not a great sermon because we've got that. What we're looking mm-hmm. for is, is deep, meaningful, abiding interaction with other humans, which we were made for. Right.
0: Right. Which I think is, I mean, it's beautiful, right? That's, that's what we need. But, you know, we've been living in that reality for a long time. Those of us who have put our churches online and have been, have been trying to speak into the greater universe, if you will. because um, we understand, I mean, I know that I've, I'm probably the third, fourth, fifth, or sixth sermon that a lot of my people have heard throughout the week. And so, um, what that has done, you know, in, in our market, if you will, is really challenged, me as a communicator to to um, learn how to how to be salient, to learn how to be more practical in my application. It's learn how to you know exegete the scripture and then give people something that they can take home because because there are a lot of voices out there. And when we talk about market share, I think it's a funny it's a funny word, right? Because the truth is, um, and Paul says it in Philippians. Listen, some people preach out of this or out of that. Basically, he says, I don't care as long as the, the word of God is being preached. Um, and so I, I commend everybody and the people who are new to online, like good for you. It's it's time that you made it to the 21st century. And now, now you get to learn a whole new skill set and a really exciting opportunity to touch more people for the kingdom of God, which I think is really cool.
1: Yeah. Hey, you want to give, you want, since, listen, your production is amazing. I just want to, I just want to name that.
0: You want to give... Team.
1: You want to give the people who are doing it from home some tips, like just basics, <laughs> what to start with?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we actually had to pivot. I've been, doing, I've been preaching to an empty room for the last year for our sites, for our different campuses across the U.S. And um, the, you know, the way that I've always thought of it is I'm, the camera is a person and I'm preaching through that camera to a room with lots of people. So I don't stare at the, I don't stare at the camera because it feels weird when you're sitting in a room with 300 people and the the pastor is just staring directly at you. Now everyone's watching on the couch, you know, in their house. And so you do have to actually engage the camera a bit more because it's no longer, it's no longer a room through the camera, but it's the couch through the camera. So my take on it is this, don't stare the camera down like you're trying to kill it. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, that sometimes is too much. Break eye contact sometimes. Um, be exactly who you are. Don't change your cadence in your speaking because people hear you the same way on screen that they do. I've seen a lot of pastors kind of slow their cadence and become, trying to become like even more pastorly. You know that pastor's prayer that we always used to hear? Um, you know, when someone would get up, Oh Lord, I feel like, I feel like that becomes very uncomfortable when you're sitting on the couch, watching somebody do that, knowing that they're either in their house or they're in a space where nobody is. So recognize the moment, recognize that you're doing something different. Mm -hmm. Don't preach exactly like you would to a full room, but still have all the passion and, and, you know, charisma, if you will, that, that God has given you, but, but temper it and make it make sense. For this situation. the situation. The the things that I don't like is when is when a, a pastor is not recognizing what's happening and they're preaching in their church, which is still for us in California, we are actually one of the essential, you know, industries. They say that they can want faith communities to continue to live stream. I think that's really important. I'm glad California made that decision. Um, but but acknowledge in the room that there's nobody in the room. Because mm-hmm. there is, it's it, like I said, it's different from when we do multi-site because I'm acknowledging that there is a room, it's just not right in front of me. Now I've got to acknowledge that there's not a room and use the cameras in a different way.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, does that make sense? It does make sense. Hey, how it makes perfect sense. How great is it that church was considered an essential, that's a sermon we could preach right now.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: An essential industry during this crisis.
0: And I actually, I actually think that um, I actually think. I mean, I know our conference was on the phone with um, with California state Gover- government last Friday. Just our our lawyer was on the phone, just pushing to say, "Hey, this is this is vital. This is essential. Let our people still come together." And, and so, you know, we're going to take a lot of precautions. We're going to make sure that we're social distancing. There's six feet in between all of our musicians, certainly, um, six feet between me and the camera people, there's more like 30 feet. Um, you know, we wash everything. We wash everything. We disinfect everything. When they hand me the microphone, he puts it down, we disinfect it, and then I come and I pick it up. And so we're we're really careful to do those types of things as well cuz we don't want to be part of the problem. We want to help stop the spread of this virus, but we still want to create content that people can connect with.
1: We do. We want to do our part to stop the spread for sure. Hey man, um so what about tech tips like a uh, ring light? A ring light?
0: Yeah man ring lights are what 20 bucks 30 bucks those are good they make you look better um if they're placed in the right space
1: I saw some people preaching from the shadows this last weekend <laughs> and and some people with camera angles though were basically um it looked like the camera was resting on their like you know like right below their chin
0: yeah oh. no one wants to see how old your neck is i suppose <laughs> Uh, yeah bring the camera up a little bit get a ring light or some light in your house if it does not look good outside is always a nice look as opposed to inside in a dark room um where it doesn't seem to make sense make sure the investment of a of a hundred dollar microphone is a good investment for your church so you can you know be heard um I mean, all these things can be done pretty simply and Amazon is still shipping stuff out at this point. So, um, huh. you know, get get that stuff as you can and up your game a little bit. You can do this from your phone, absolutely. It doesn't even look bad, it looks great, actually. Um, you know, we, we opted for DSLRs to get a different kind of feel and different kind of look um, on some of the stuff that we're doing, but, um, but our production, production has been a little. I don't know what DSLR
1: uh, means, you want technical. It's
0: digital cameras um digital slr camera now i don't know what that means i knew what it meant before you asked me no, I don't know. <laughs> anyway anyway there's that- there's a lot of different technology out there and it's not hard to use and spend just a little time looking at the aesthetic of what you're giving because now people have to look at you wherever you have figured it out for the next you know half hour hour oh and yeah. i would say this i would say i would say this one thing that pastors really need to think about is the length of your sermons. People are now easily distracted. There's a lot of other stuff that's happening. You don't need to preach for 45 minutes to an hour. Please, my, please. my target is a half hour. If you can't say it in a half hour or 25 minutes, you're, you're, people are just getting fatigued, I think, because of also the volume of screen time they have. So mm-hmm. that's my mm-hmm. that's my last little tidbit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, so preach the word, but land the plane when it's appropriate. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, a word, final word as we, as we leave. A final, a final, a closing word.
0: Yeah, man, this is an opportunity for us to, to broaden the, the expanse of the kingdom of God. He's given us a moment here, and we all need to lean into it. And yeah, it's crisis, totally understand that. But our job is now to give people hope. So if you're a preacher who thinks you need to spend your time on the conspiracy of what's going on, that saddens me because this is a time that we are to give people the most hope that we've ever been able to give them. And so let's continue to do that. Yeah, that's my final, my final word, Sam,
1: preach hope, preach hope. Thanks for listening, everybody. Join us again. Thanks.
0: Thanks, everybody. This has been today's conversation with Sam and Tim. Tim and Sam, depending on who gets first billing. I don't know. I guess whoever says it. Um, Thanks for joining in, guys. We'll see you later.